From the Bull and Bear, I'm Harry Turner. And I am Katrina Brindle. And this is Office Hours. Oh, shit. That's a person. One fateful day in January 2013, a young student ventured across McTavish Street in the midst of a torrent of water, later identified by experts as a flood. The girl made it halfway across, and then, with one slip of a foot, she made history. Nora, tell us about what happened that day. So, in January of 2013, there was construction going on on the McTavish Reservoir. Nora Duffy is a news writer for the Bull and Bear. And the construction accidentally burst a water main underneath the reservoir, and thousands of gallons of water rushed down McTavish Street. Um, So, essentially, everyone was told not to cross the street, to try to avoid it if they could, Uh, And most people heeded this advice, except for one girl, who has been dubbed Flood Girl because of this event, uh, decided that despite the odds, she was going to try to cross the street anyway. Um, About halfway across the street, she stops, and then just the sheer power of the gushing water blows her off of her feet, Mm. and the rest of the video is her sliding down the hill, kind of like she's given up. Where's she going? Is somebody gonna say, wait, should we? What do we know about Flood Girl? Not a whole lot. Um, She's never come forward about uh, being Flood Girl. She's never said that she was the one in the video that day. So there's not a whole lot that we know about her, other than she seemed to be pretty determined to get where she was going that day. Why do you think we're still talking about her? You know, it's been five years. Most people who are there have graduated. No one knows who she is. Why is she such a compelling figure in the McGill consciousness? So in the article, I interviewed um, someone who wishes to remain anonymous, and she said that she's kind of like an emblem that McGill doesn't have. There's not Mm. a huge amount of school spirit at McGill, um, particularly like we don't have sports teams that a lot of people follow. No disrespect to people doing sports at McGill. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's kind of like an emblem for uh, the academic struggle. A lot of mm. other people I interviewed said that she's kind of relatable in that we've all had similar experiences, not exactly the same getting mm-hmm. blown down McTavish by a flood, but similar in that... Like being despite, overwhelmed by yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think it's kind of inspiring and also just like a rallying point for McGill <laughs> culture. Great. Well, thanks a lot. You're welcome. Wow, great interview, Harry. Mm, thank you. What do you think about what she was saying in relation to why Flood Girl is so important. How do you, I think the, my main question for you right now is, how do you know about Flood Girl? Who was the first person who told you about her? I don't actually know, to be honest. I mean, I feel like it's something I've seen shared on news feeds a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the first few times I saw it, it didn't immediately strike me that this was a McGill-centric thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, obviously, like, clicking on the video, I saw that it was McTavish, and there was that recognizable scene- scenery. But even, like, memes and stuff like that, where it just shows, like, the person mm. falling down, I was like, oh, that's just... 
I mean, with the caption, that's just a funny meme or something like that. And then I think it was just after maybe like a few years at McGill, I was like, oh no, this is a, this is a McGill thing, an emblem of McGill, so to speak. But I don't think that, Flood Girl's important in as much that I think um, Nora brought up a lot of really good points about how she is a vessel for a lot of school spirit or at least a school identity that... She's literally a vessel. <laughs> sure. She's a boat. It's a really low blow, Harry, <laughs> but that's okay. Um, but she is just a very interesting figure, and she is this bastion and or vessel, um, yeah, vessel. for... Uh, school spirit that, for whatever reason, just isn't focused into the normal roots of, of sports or I, I don't know. But what do you think she represents in that school spirit? Why is she someone who has persevered as a concept? You know, it was interesting when we were researching this and we were reading about all the enormous damage that it caused. The dean of finance administration had a, a press conference and he said, you know, labs had to be moved classrooms had to be canceled for like three days or something like that? Uh, as I say, we don't know today yet what the dollar amount is, but we, we believe it will be in the hundreds of thousands of dollars to, to repair these damages. And it's interesting to think that that's not what has lasted, that idea. The enormous flood that actually occurred all across campus, that's not the idea that, that we latch onto within our, our student consciousness. What matters is this one girl who got caught up in the flood. But I think, I mean... When you think about things that become kind of popular, especially how they intersect with school spirit, there is a little bit of the hyperinflated aspect of reality. Mm -hmm. I mean, people who stand outside McGill campus and share those McGill is the Harvard of Canada shirts, yeah, Jesus. who are the scum of the earth, in case you didn't know. Um, yeah, but I mean... If McGill is the Harvard of Canada, then you are the scum of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> that is how that logical problem <laughs> follows, exactly. Um, but there is, like, I don't think anyone who either sports those t-shirts or at least, like, is accepting towards that message genuinely thinks that's factually correct. Okay. But it's just a hyper-inflated sense of something that we either hope to be true or is. And I think Flood Girl is nearly the exact opposite of that, where it's a hyper-inflated representation of people's struggle. And people, like, so grasp onto is, that absurdity. That's what a symbol student. is. She is the student who is just, like, you know, like, to be flooded with work, to be, mm -hmm. like, up to your ears in work. She is a symbol of that just replaced with water i don't know i don't know if flood girl is every student i think a lot of people like like flood girl represents like perseverance or you know fighting against the hard torrent of work that comes from mcgill and then failing or something like that mm -hmm. i don't think that's necessarily true i think it's not that we as students latch onto her as a vessel for who we are but i think we are all witnesses to a flood girl Expand. I think Flood Girl is McGill more than she's a McGill student. I think Flood Girl is this absurdity and this constant mistakes and just the ridiculousness that is every day trying to work within McGill faculties, within McGill student government, within the McGill administration. I don't think she's students fighting against something. I think she's McGill fighting against its own absurdity. Like every professor you have that's in a new classroom in Stuart Bio or something, and they're like, oh, the slideshow doesn't work. And then they pick up the phone to call IT, and the phone doesn't work. And they're like, okay, we don't have a slideshow today. And people are like, okay. And they read off the slides from their laptop or something. And they're like, oh, that's McGill. Or 
anytime you, you try to do something and there's infrastructure work going on in the middle of, of campus. Or there's McTavish Street being torn up three times, and that's the street in which she was flooded and she fell down. You know, I think she is McGill. She's not the students. You know, we're witnesses to her. We are not her. I think, I mean, I think that works. I really do. I do stand by the symbol of maybe that absurdity of the institution being paired with the symbol of students trying to work against it. Mm -hmm. Because as much as you hate to see a professor fumble around with slides at the beginning of class and having to call IT via a phone that doesn't work, Mm -hmm. I had a prof that um, walked into class a few days ago, and he's like, oh, it's actually a little bit cooler in here. I've complained to the the building um, admin so many times, do you think that might be correlated with the fact that it's cooler in here? And the entire class, like, without, like, a word of a lie, just said no <laughs> in unison. They're like, no, yeah. this is a trick of fate. They did not listen to you. No, there's, there's absolutely no yeah. way. There's absolutely no correlation or causation. Um, and I think students are a really important part <coughs> of that of that absurdity because I mean at the end of the day you can have an absurd institution but it's no mistake that this institution is a university Mm -hmm. which is based around either the success or at least the presence of its students She became an online sensation overnight. The video was all over the interwebs. And today, crossing the street from one McGill University building to another. Even uh, caught up in the rushing waters, as you just saw. The police say. No I think when we watch these videos, and when we go to a Flood Girl event at Gertz, and when we talk about who Flood Girl is, I don't think she embodies those students, though. I think we are embodying the students when we watch her. I think those witnesses to Flood Girl, those are the McGill students. We are the witnesses to a car crash and exactly. not the victims of we it. We are the witnesses to the McGill bookstore being invaded by management to have an MBA building. And now we have two bookstores, one on a high rise and one not even close to campus. You know, that's what we're witnesses to. We're not the bookstore. The bookstore is Flood Girl. The McGill administration is Flood Girl. What we are, we as students, our job is to come to McGill, try to get a degree, do whatever we want, and just watch and witness the absurdity that is this institution trying to cross the river of water. I actually, the more I think about it, I really really do back that. I think... The perfect execution of this image would be if Flood Girl herself had gone up and created the flood and, <laughs> exactly. then, and then tried to cross it. That is like the circularity of the yeah. McGill Institution and its absurdity mm-hmm. in a nutshell. And I think nearly in a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde kind of way, the Dr. Jekyll is still standing out on that street corner trying to sell these T-shirts that says McGill is the Harvard of Canada yeah. because there is this image, and thank God McGill still has it because God knows people... People who go here don't believe it. Well, it, we don't believe it here, and but it, across Canada and actually internationally, like it is still considered a name-brand university. Yeah. And yes, in some departments and because of some professors and some incredibly hardworking individuals, it still warrants that name, yeah. but across the board... I think we lean a little bit more to Flood Girl drowning in her self-created flood. Um, and aside from like the symbolic and aside from the institution, I think it's interesting as well as really important to remember that this poor girl is an individual, right? Mm. And she, I mean, we can laugh as much as we want, but she was taken 
via water and take it all the way down McTavish, which I'm only assuming could have probably accrued a few cuts and bruises or something like that. And now she has this entire image that is completely separate from herself. Yeah. And I just want to talk about that very quickly because I think it's very easy to forget that people don't consent to being symbolic, mm-hmm. um, but especially those individuals who don't even have a position that warrants being symbolic. I yep. mean, she is just a student who was attempting to get from A to B and yes, exhibiting some form of tenacity or at least urgency. Mm-hmm. But I mean, she's not a public figure. She's not a politician who gave a speech and then became symbolic for said speech. Um, she was just a person trying to get from A to B. And and I wonder about as much as we like to, to band around this image and say, we are all flood girl or the McGill institution is flood girl, whoever is flood mm-hmm. girl. Um, flood girl is an actual individual. And I think that needs to be remembered a little bit more because I think people look at her for strength and I think that might be okay. But anyone who looks at her for like a source of embarrassment or, or self-defeating acceptance of like the inevitable tide of time i mean that's just not cool right mm. you know like she she didn't ask for this she's a person like a little bit leave her be like i'm very yeah. shocked that gertz actually did a an event surrounding her they do this every year they do it every year yeah where have i been that's crazy mm-hmm. i mean maybe that's okay i'm really undecided about this but flood girl if you are listening um we back you in any way shape or form but we respect you in every way that is possible so thank you for everything that you have done I have no reports on injuries. Uh, I know that in one case, um, our staff in the bookstore uh, helped someone, actually gave them uh, warm clothes, dry clothes to get into, but I don't have a name of the person who was affected. Obviously, we hope that uh, no student, no employee was, uh, was hurt by this. Thanks again to Nora Duffy. Office Hours is a bull and bear podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit our website at bullandbearmcgill.com. We'll be publishing the podcast this semester on Fridays, and you can find it on Apple Podcasts. This podcast would not be possible without the beautiful Dan Schechner, who is our producer. He is the face behind the scenes, but always close to our hearts. Thank you, Dan Schechner. This has been Katrina Brindle. And I'm Harry Turner, and rest in peace, Jordan Devon, in memoriam. God bless. 